Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the man, myth, the legend, Mr. Stephen Trang. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing wonderful. I got to tell you, you are the only gentleman I know who has an action figure. That is an action figure over your left shoulder of yourself, it I is. guess. <laughs> it is. It is. I got a team. They uh, we, ha- we we hit a major milestone, and they had it commissioned um, to 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 celebrate our, our our accomplishment. It was pretty cool. I do not know if it's within reaching distance, but could you reach it and we can take a closer look at it? Look at that, Stephen Trang action figure. That so. is awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, thank you for that. I think that's a lot of fun. Well, hey, one of the things I'm doing with all my experts this week, again, I talk to different millionaires uh, six days a week, is I'm asking them these four questions about next year, right? There's a lot of people calling for a real estate crash in 2022 in price, which I think is foolish, not going to happen. But if you want to talk about a real estate crash in 2023, I at least entertain that discussion, right? Uh, So I ask these four questions to figure out what, where they're, where their bias might be. You ready for this? Let's go. So this is 2023, not this year. So one of the things that undoubtedly will impact real estate next year is interest rates. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have come to believe and had lots of discussions that the 6% number was kind of where real estate shakes, right? Double where it was to now. But as we've seen, people do what they do. They just switch to arms and you can get an arm certainly with a buy down in the fours. So not as bad. So my question is, do you think there's a time next year where the Fed gets ahead of this, they reset housing, where arms, 5171101s, are six and above, which probably means 30-year money is over eight. Do you see that potentially happening next year? God, I hope not. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's possible, right? Because, you I mean, it's just, uh, uh, I heard yesterday, right? Like right now, a lot of car companies, auto companies are allowing eight-year financing, right? On cars, because that's what people qualify for, right? So would it surprise me? No, because we are a consumer economy and mm-hmm. banks will do whatever they need to do to make money because they're in the business of mm-hmm. making money. But God, I hope not because people... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't think people always make the best decisions for themselves. Sure. And I think that if you, if you put an option out there that hurts them, they'll take it. it. It'll feel good in a moment. and It'll hurt long-term. Yeah. So I do. I, I think, I think if rates get to 8% on 30 year money and over six in arms, that's a real problem. That'll be a real, I mean, that's, that'll be a problem. Yeah. All right. Number two, uh, I believe this current administration I've nicknamed the giveaway administration. Uh, I believe they will uh, potentially create some real first-time homebuyer programs. I'm talking not only cute programs that impact, you know, a small subset, but they may be rolling out. And I think this would be something after the midterm. So it's Republican and Democrat left and right together. It'll probably be the only thing they agree on is, hey, we're going to go fix first-time homebuyers because the market could really slow down. So maybe maybe it's like California where they're helping with down payments. Maybe it's some kind of lower fees. Do you think there's a real first-time homebuyer program with some teeth coming in the next 18 months? Uh, unfortunately, we live in a very reactive government, and uh, all they can do is fix things. Uh, and by fixing things, they make it even worse. <laughs> they break so, other things? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think government is probably the single worst uh, organization ever at understanding second-order consequences. Yeah. Uh, but- 
is it possible? I mean, they did it right in 2008 and 2009. They did. Right. So yeah. would it surprise me? No. Um, I wasn't for it then, even as a realtor, I benefited from it. I wasn't for it then. Yeah. And I'm not going to be for it in the future, but I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if they do it because they got to buy votes. They got to buy votes. They're, 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 we're screwing the middle class and the poor. And yes. everyone's always talking about how we're screwing the middle class. I think we screw the poor more than anybody else because they can least afford Agreed. gas price increases and so on. So they're going to have to do something, right, to make up for how much they screwed the poor. Yeah, I think, I think that's coming. And again, just to kind of play that out, all that's going to do is create more demand in a part of the market where we don't have the supply. Go back to video one where we talked about where the supply is. It ain't there. So guess what happens to price in that environment? So, all right. Yeah. Now, the, another thing that I think could cause a problem in the real estate market and cause me to entertain the crash conversation in 2023 is a deep, dark recession. And there's two variables I track here. One is unemployment. Unemployment, as we said earlier, is 3.6. I think if unemployment more than doubled, just randomly picked seven and a half, that could become a problem mm-hmm. and, and cause a lot more forced sellers, which is what we don't have today. Um, do you see this? economy slowing down enough. Again, we just got the jolts report today where there's two openings for everybody looking. Um, do you think unemployment goes seven and a half and above in the next 18 months? Uh, I don't foresee it. Um, I think right now, even though things are challenging, um, people are still spending money. There's still a lot of money in the cycle to, to, to funnel through. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't see a situation where, uh, I know with, with inflation, people have less money to spend. So that's mm-hmm. causing some problems. But at the end of the day, I, I haven't seen anything that would indicate uh, an unemployment situation. I mean, right now we still have a, the situation we have is the inverse of unemployment, right? We can't find good people. Exactly. So I, I don't see it. And okay. that's the only thing that would cause a crash. But I, I can't see what, what are some indicators that would cause that to happen. We would have to get the, the Fed rate so high that we cease, we cease all credit, mm-hmm. right? And like, no one's doing anything like we yeah. did in 2007. Like we would have to get the Fed rate so obscenely high to fight inflation down to zero. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, okay. I, I would be shocked if that happened. Yeah. So then the last one we'll talk about here is GDP, right? There's a lot of talk about Q2 likely being a negative GDP growth, which technically is two, two negative quarters. I have said, I think in a previous interview that I think real estate is transactions are going to crash. And I think real estate will be blamed for the second half recession, right? Because if you take right, real estate, housing market, rough and tough 15% of GDP. If you remove half the transactions, that's a lot of commission and broker's fees and mortgage fees and new paint and just all these things. So we could see real estate drag on GDP 4% all by its lonesome. So do you see uh, perhaps this recession getting deeper, right? Right now we're talking negative one, negative one and a half. Do you mm-hmm. see it going and really grinding lower a lot? Or you think it's a shallow recession and we, we kind of work our way out of that? Uh, you know, that's a really good point. I haven't put enough thought into it uh, because it's true, right? Like every time a transaction happens, right? Uh, realtors get paid, loan officers get paid, title gets paid. Uh, the guys at Lowe's are making more money. Uh, rehabbers. Uh, contractors, landscapers, roofers, electricians, painters. Yeah. Right. So a lot of money moves, right. So it causes the uh, velocity of money and so on. So it has a pretty good ripple effect. Right. It and does, then, yeah. uh, 
but will it be enough to cause a recession or cause a, a one a four percent drop? I guess it's feasible because real estate is you know one of the largest mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uh, industry. So is it possible? Uh, I would say it's, a, it's it's entirely possible. So yeah, I, I think that's something to to seriously consider. Yeah, it's something to watch for. Again, folks, re- talking about a real estate crash in 2023 is definitely something I can entertain. There are lots of kind of government interventions or things, Fed decisions, uh, you know, the the war in Ukraine. I mean, lots of things could go bad that could cause the consumer. Because again, the, real estate really boils down to confidence, in my opinion. The buyer has to have confidence that they can make the mortgage payment. And that's a confidence game. And if confidence continues to erode, like the consumer sentiment number lowest in 52 years at 50, right? That's lower than 9-11. That's lower than the Great Recession. That's lower than the 70s. That's lower than the 80s. This is a problem and it could get worse. It um, could, but it could also get better. Right? Yeah. Again, um, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, we could potentially decide that this war on energy is not worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We could decide that, hey, maybe we should uh, help ourselves with energy exactly. and control our own energy policy. And if that happens, we free up a lot of capital, right, mm-hmm. from the consumer, right? Like the one that has the people that you know, it's really unfortunate because you and I don't have to make t- difficult decisions. We don't. Mm-hmm. Not, not at the gas pump. We have to make the difficult decisions sometimes as far as employees, mm-hmm. uh, where to put our marketing so on. But we don't have to make decisions that are no. like, do I want to fill it halfway, $5? Do I want to go to McDonald's or should I go to the grocery store? Like they're making really tough decisions and it sucks. Agreed. It absolutely sucks. Um, and I think that, you know, our, our administration could make a conscious decision. They could. To, to help the poor, right? But I mean, I've said this and, you know, I'm going to get blasted for this, but I've said for many years now that Democrats hate poor people mm. uh, because all their decisions yeah. directly hurt the poor. It feels good in the moment. It's that second derivative that they just a don't second count. order, third order consequences, right? Ray Dalio talks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really yeah. unfortunate. So, I, I, if if some people decide that the war on on, on climate uh, or or the war on fighting climate change is not worth the cost mm-hmm. of people having to make difficult decisions today, or at least easing it, right? Like, yeah. let's maybe maybe let's get down to two dollars and fifty cents a gallon again. Let's get just get down to like three fifty, four dollars. Yeah. 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 So at the end of the day, I want to close this with, again, you're not only excited for what's coming in 2022 for you in your business, but when you look out to 2023, you've, you've got to be almost giddy with what's coming, I think. Well, I'm not sure. I wouldn't say giddy necessarily. I, I would say that I'm, I am blessed to be surrounded by the smartest people, right? So like mm-hmm. people that have gone through it multiple times, mm-hmm. uh, not just my one time, right? You've right. gone through it uh, at least once, if not twice. Yep. And I get to talk to people that are uh, dealing with the smartest economists, mm-hmm. well-connected, know what's going on before everyone else does. So no matter what, I get to be uh, protected as well. I guess what's yeah. coming. Yeah. I, uh, again, I think, like I said in an earlier video, I think the last two years, it was really easy to make money, meaning income. We were next, all really smart the last two years. Oh yeah. You were a genius. Yeah, Timing rained down on you. Uh, yeah. But the next two years, it's about building wealth. And uh, I've done it before. Uh, again, I've invested in an environment where nobody was buying and private raised millions of dollars in private money. And, and uh, should we get the opportunity to do it again? I'm, I, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. I, m- one of my biggest regrets was not knowing how to handle the 2007 to 2009 recession, right? Like 
God, I remember I was at the Rio's. They're like, we're, we're lending money at 18%. I was like, well, that's stupid. Why would anyone ever borrow at 18%? <laughs> and if I would just borrowed 18% money to buy $30,000 houses that are now worth 300000 where would I be today? Yeah, I, uh, I did a lot of that. 12%, three points up front. Yeah, I bought a lot of houses under 40 grand. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, Steve, where can people find you? You put out amazing stuff. Uh, the best way to find me is on Instagram at steve.trang, S-T-E-V-E.T-R-A-N-G or stevetrang.com. Awesome, buddy. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Mm-hmm.